Hey, it's Tuesday, July 5th, 2022. The feds are looking into building with hemp. California cuts taxes for cultivators, but consumers will end up paying more. Pennsylvania lawmakers want to protect medical marijuana patients from DUIs. And retailers get in trouble for taking bud tenders tips. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. The Department of Energy has awarded Texas A&M University nearly $3.5 million to create environmentally sustainable engineering projects using 3D printing technology and hempcrete. Hempcrete is made from a mix of hemp powder, fibers, lime, and water, and it's considered to be a durable but lightweight alternative to traditional building materials. Petros Sideris, who is an assistant professor at the university, and he's going to serve as the project's principal investigator, spoke about the benefits of using hempcrete as a building material. He said, concrete requires large amounts of energy and releases large amounts of CO2. Hempcrete is a net carbon negative material, which can provide major environmental benefits. It has excellent fire resistance and thermal insulating properties that can reduce heating and cooling energy demands. And it's water resistant and offers good acoustic properties. The Department of Energy is also sponsoring another separate project to develop hemp fiber insulation to be better for the environment and public health. And last year, the Environmental Protection Agency awarded a Washington state company a $100,000 grant to support the development of sustainable bricks made from industrial hemp. After years of begging lawmakers to do something about the exorbitant cannabis taxes in California, this month marked the beginning of some tax changes due to a law that was just signed and effective immediately. On the surface, it sounds good. The new bill removes the 15% excise tax from cultivators, giving them some much-needed relief. However, the tax doesn't disappear completely. The bill just moves that excise tax onto the retail establishments to collect, meaning the customers will still be paying it. Jared Kilo is a dispensary owner, and he's the president of the United Cannabis Business Association, which is a group that lobbies for cannabis retailers. He pointed out that this tax shift will actually end up being a tax increase for the consumers. The 15% excise tax on cultivators was at the wholesale point, but retails will be assessed the 15% excise tax on the retail product, which is roughly double the wholesale price. That means that customers will end up paying far more excise tax than when it was charged at the wholesale point. Jared Kilo said that this change will translate to about an 11 to 15% excise tax rate increase to the customer's pocketbook, and that much more money will also be going to the state. Last week, a Pennsylvania Senate committee approved a bill that would provide protection for medical marijuana patients against facing DUI charges unless they're actively impaired behind the wheel. The measure would amend the current state statute to require proof of active impairment before a registered patient can be prosecuted for driving under the influence. Without this measure, the state's roughly 368,000 patients could be in legal danger when they're driving, due to the fact that cannabis metabolites can stay in their systems long after they're no longer under the influence. The measure's sponsor, Republican Senator Camara Bartolotta, said, While the responsible medical cannabis patient never drives impaired, the risk of a zero-tolerance DUI arrest and prosecution is one of the most serious issues confronting Pennsylvania's medical cannabis community. My bill will protect this community without sacrificing the safety of our roads. That measure, SB 167, will now be heading to the Senate floor for consideration. 
We've seen a few cases like this next one, where a dispensary or retail cannabis store has had owners or managers who keep the tips that are intended for the bud tenders. In most states, this is illegal, and this time it happened in Massachusetts. Bud's Goods and Provisions was named New England's best cannabis business last year during the recent New England Cannabis Convention. But being the best apparently didn't carry through to their employees. The shop and its CEO were cited by the Fair Labor Division of the Massachusetts Attorney General's Office for breaking a state law that prohibits employers from taking any portion of tips that are given to retail staff. The establishment has agreed to repay more than $33,000 in tips that were illegally kept from the employees at its Abington and Worcester locations. A whistleblower in the chain's Abington store said that management would collect the cash tips that were kept in a locked box behind the counter. The money was used to buy food for employees or converted into store credit that the employees could use to buy cannabis products, according to the attorney general's office. Despite some of the tips being used for the employee perks, it's still illegal, as the employees had the right to the tip money directly and to do with it as they wished, and not just to use it as a credit to purchase cannabis from the store. The shop will now be repaying amounts ranging between $20 up to $1,500 for about 65 employees. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.